Hey everyone, script writer Steve right here, and what is cooking? You reached my podcast, Barbecue Two Movies. Today is Friday. We call it here in Hawaii Aloha Friday. So how was your day going yesterday? You know, yesterday I had a great day. You know, I run a wedding business here. I keep telling you that. Of course, you know about it if you listen to me all the time. And I took around a couple who flew in all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. We toured wedding venues all the way from the morning till six o'clock at night. We took them all around. You know, it's really great when you can run into clients that you feel that these people, they can just become really close friends. And this is what I felt yesterday. Really great people. We had so much fun talking about barbecue, talking about weddings, talking about football, talking about everything in life. And uh, we just laughed the whole way through. And by the way, I got paid for it too, but again, I wasn't doing it for the money. In fact, if I would have taken a wedding today, I would have made a lot more money. But you know what? It's not about the money in the end. It's all about doing your best, being positive. By the way, COVID is still on the decline. It kind of plateaued out, but don't worry, people. Get vaccinated if you feel if you feel confident in the vaccine. If you don't, don't get vaccinated. You know the government shouldn't force you to do anything. All right, I am going to turn this the music down here. <laughs> you know this music. It kind of sounds like Hawaii music, doesn't it? Now, <laughs> yeah, and I've been doing this music intros for the last about a week or so. Oh, by the way. If you hear like little feet running around, that's my guinea pig right here. I have, I have a guinea pig. I love, you know, some, some people are cat people. Some people are dog people. I think I'm actually a rodent person because guinea pigs, they are by far my fa- most favorite animal out there. I love guinea pigs ever since I was a little kid. And right now my guinea pigs, you know, I'm not sure what he's doing. He's running a marathon in his cage right now. I, I have a pretty big cage like built, built on my desk here. And, and I think... I think you can hear his feet running around here. So, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's not me running around. It's my guinea pig. Okay, so my show today, you know, I want to talk more about what we're, right now, what we're doing right now in Tier 3. Things with that I honestly do not get. So hold on. I, I got to get my notes out here and put them right in front of me on my screen. They're on my left screen. I have three monitors here on my desk, by the way. Actually, I have four. Um, but I used a fourth one to play video games, so that's really that really doesn't count. That's supposed to be my video preview monitor when I edit videos, but I used it to play video games. <laughs> Again, very professional here at Barbecue Two Movies. Very professional here at Dream Wedding Soy using the preview the preview monitor to play video games. All right. So yesterday, yesterday February twenty fifth at twelve oh one a.m. Uh, the state of, no, not the state, not the whole state, the city and county of Honolulu, that's specifically the island of Oahu, uh, we crept into Tier 3. Now, we should have done that a long, a long time ago, but we actually finally made it. And Tier 3 is uh, pretty close to um, almost being full open from what I see. So here are, here are some very strange things, though, because it, it affects my wedding business in the most... I know, I don't know what is the most, it's not a negative way, but in a way that I just can't understand. So let me start with here. With tier three, restaurants are now 100% open. Okay. Well, that's, that's great, right? 100% open, but we still must social distance ourselves from each other in there. 
So I'm not sure what that means. So I'm not sure how, how you can be 100% open and still social distance ourselves from other guests. So does that mean every booth will be open next to each other? Or I, mean, I just don't know, right? And here's the other thing. Parties of 10 or more are allowed at one table. Well, I, you know, every time when I dine, I don't think I ever have a party of 10 or more. I mean, sometimes when you go to maybe a, when you actually throw a party, maybe you may have 10 or more at that little area, but 10 at a table, usually it's only what, three or four people. You know, I guess unless you're like, you know, you have a huge family, your Mormon family, right? I guess it has more than 10, more, more than 10 people at one table. Or if you're Philip Rivers, I think Philip Rivers has like, I think 15 at one table now. I'm not sure how many children he's up to now, but what is it, 20 or 30? No, I'm just kidding about that. Uh, retail stores are 100% open now, 100% capacity. Again, I have no idea what that means because if you ever take a look at the fire code on top of there, and that fire code has a lot of numbers, are we saying that we can put that many people in, inside of the store right now? If that's true, then that, that's, that's pretty good, right? 100% according to the fire code? Okay. So funerals. Uh, funerals, 100% capacity. So you can have all of your friends and family there. That not that great? Funerals, 100%. So you don't, you know, that's, that's a really good thing. And churches, 100% attendance is okay. This looks really good. This looks really good. But here we go to my industry, the wedding industry. Um, you can't have more than 10 people in attendance. Not more than 10. So I don't get this. So if I go to the beach and I have my clients there, they can't have more than, now, now not 10 people in attendance. That's the bride and groom. So now they only can have eight friends there, right? Eight friends or, or family there. And I guess, I guess maybe they can count you know, ourselves as the vendors. So maybe, maybe about six friends all together. Once you count the vendors and the bride and groom, does that make any sense? So you can, you can have say 10 people in attendance at a wedding, but you can have 100% unlimited capacity at a funeral. So that actually means that if my bride and bride and groom were dead, they could have an unlimited amount of friends and family there. But you know, God forbid that they're alive. They can only have 10. I don't understand that. So what happens if my bride and groom get married in a church? Does that mean, because churches, again, if you worship there, you can have 100% capacity. But apparently, if you get married there, you can only have 10. Does that make any sense to you? Is that following the science? This is following the science, right? Oh, I hate that word, following the science. We're going to get into that because this entire podcast is about following the quote-unquote science. And I hate this term because... I only heard this term during COVID. You have to follow the science. Now, I you know what? I'll take that back. I started hearing this term uh, from the left. Every single thing that comes out of their mouth, we have to follow the science. Follow, follow, follow. That's their keyword, their favorite word. Follow. Don't debate. You know, don't question. Follow. All right. So after the after these messages here, we're going to get back. We're going to talk about this following the science stuff, this rhetoric, this anecdotal theoretical crap. And that's really what it is. Okay? So I'll get all into that once after I get back from these messages.
What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're back from that commercial. Yeah, I got some of this creepy music playing here because we're talking about some really sketchy stuff here. Yeah, of course, when we talk about sketchy, we always talk about liberals. Let's be very honest about that. Of course, you know, we can't say, point the finger just at liberals because Republicans are just as sketchy. They really are. Let's not forget what they tried to do to Donald Trump before he won the nomination for the Republican Party. They tried to steal it from him. Was it any surprise that they tried to also impeach him? Republicans, I think, what it was, six of them, seven of them, voted to impeach him? Remember those seven names. Vote them out of office. Anyway, this term, following the science, it really gets to me, man. It really gets to me. I'm going to turn this down here so I can get a little more serious here. Now, <laughs> true story. Yesterday, when I was taking my couple around, uh, the vendor uh, for, not a vendor, I think the owner of one of the properties that we toured, he got a, he got a little political. You know, not, a, not really bad, but he didn't know where I stood politically. And we were all wearing our mask. I was wearing a bandana, by the way. I don't wear a mask. And usually I don't wear a mask at all. I just walk around. And if, if, if anyone points a finger at me, I give them another finger. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway... He, he actually told me, you know, these, uh, these uh, Trump supporters, yeah, they don't believe in science. They never like to follow the science. They don't wear masks. Not like us. We wear masks. We understand. Here in Hawaii, we follow the science. We always follow the science because we're all about the science. I wish I had a, I wish I had a recorder for how many times he said science. It would probably make a good drinking game, to be honest with you, right? But, you know, here, here's the thing. The term, follow the science, or following the science, is just a rehash of the old term, the debate is over. And all what these, this rhetoric that you've heard over and over again, El Gore started it with the global warming, right? He said, you know, again, the debate is over, you know, the science is in, right? That was the thing. And, again, they still say the same thing over and over again for almost every single thing out there, like, the, you know, the election is over, the vote is in, right? So stop debating us, you know, just follow, 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 don't think, follow. 
You know, put on your mask, accept the vote, you know, accept that the world's going to, and accept that your business is going to close. You know, just be a good loyalist. You know, be a good soldier. Let us handle you. Don't worry. We're going to pay you $600 in one year. Oh, wait, Joe Biden said $2,000. Oh, wait a minute. Now it's $1,400. Oh, wait a minute. It's zero. We're getting zero now. Huh. I don't know. I don't understand. So anyway, again, follow the science. It's just a rehash of the old term. The debate is over. Now, I'll tell you one thing. Anyone who knows anything about science and knows that the foundation of science is debate. All right? Till this very day, E equals MC squared is still debated. Yes, the theory of relativity is still debated. The theory that light is the fastest anything can move is still debated. In fact, there's millions and millions of dollars dollars going into the study of all of these different elements in the world, in the galaxy. Um, I, I'm not sure what it is that may travel faster than light, that travels so fast that it travels through our human body or something like that. And it, it, it's just, there's, there's, there, the scientists are out there challenging even the theory of relativity. Yet, are there scientists challenging the theory that masks work? Yes, but they're silenced. Why are they silenced? That's the big question, right? There are scientists um, challenging the idea that there are cures out there for COVID, but they're silenced. Absolutely. No debate. The debate is over. Follow the science. Be a good loyalist. Follow it. So what does it become when science is followed and not debated? It becomes a religion. It's a form of tribalism. But more so, again, it's a religion. It's worse than tribalism. It's a blind religion. Because I'll tell you one thing. You know, I am a Christian. I follow Jesus. I follow Jesus, and it's a blind faith. It is a blind faith. A lot of the things with Christianity, I can't explain. You know, there's teleportation in the Bible. You know, again, there's a lot of things that you don't explain where people put their hands on people, heal them with the power of Jesus Christ, and they're cancer-free. But it doesn't work all the time, but it works sometimes. Is it scientific? No. Do I believe it works? Yes. Do I have proof? No. Because it's called blind faith. Now, with religion, it's okay. But with science, I would like a little bit more fundamental evidence, right? Because it's not supposed to be religion. But what happens? What happens when, again, science becomes all about loyalty? Again, it's all a religion. And this is ironically what happens to evolutionists. Do you you know that evolutionists, the whole theory of evolution is to basically disprove the the theory that there is a God or God exists or, or anything because God, a lot of Christians, a lot of people, you know, creationists, they believe that, you know, God just spoke things into existence. Now, for one, myself, I take a look at the theory, theory of evolution. I can see elements in it where it works and elements where it doesn't work. Okay, I'm seeing the whole full picture. I do see holes in the theory of evolution. And I'll get into that maybe in another podcast, not right now. But again, I'm open-minded. All right. And I can still debate with the evolutionist. Right. But the evolutionist is a loyalist. And ironically, the evolutionist, that's their religion. Darwinism has become their religion. So they're not Christian. They're not satanic. You know, they're not Mormon or they're not Muslim. You're right. They're Darwinist. 
<laughs> they have no idea that's a religion. You know, they follow it to the end of their grave. And it takes a lot of faith to believe in everything in evolution because a lot of things in there don't make any sense. So again, that's where the Democrats wants us, want us to believe. They want us, when they say follow the, follow the science, take out that word science. They don't mean science. They mean them. Follow them. Follow thee. And who is the God of this? Well, it's Nancy Pelosi. It's AOC. It's the Democratic leaders. They want to replace the God. They, want to, they literally want to put themselves on the white throne. And I'm not even joking about this. They want to control your life, tell you how much you can spend, how much you should get taxed, how much you can save, what stocks you can actually invest and profit from. We've seen that with GameStop. They will tell you what you can do with your property. You buy your property. These days, you buy your property. Here in Hawaii, you buy a property. You can't rent it out for less than 30 days. It's your property. You own it. You get into the wrong HOA. They tell you what color you have to paint your house. How crazy is that? And again, all of these people, it just happens to be, right? These people who create the rules, who control your life, they all just have to happen to be on the left. And they put themselves on this podium of God. They think they are God because they're controlling your life. And follow them. Don't question them. And if you question them, you're, gonna, you're bound to be canceled or taxed heavily or targeted heavily. Now, you know what I hate right now? It's all about this mask stuff. You, you all know that I'm anti-mask. Now, I'll wear the mask purely because, you know, I want people to feel comfortable. But I'll tell you for the truth, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. And if we want to really follow the science, why don't we say this? And this is what the Democrats are very scared of. And if, you know, if my, if my couple was not there, I would have opened my mouth. Because I would have said that this COVID-19 particle is so thin, it's so small, so microscopic, it is so tiny that it goes straight through your fabric mask that you're wearing, right? Straight through. It'll go straight through your surgical mask that you're wearing. It'll go, it'll go straight through. It's like trying to plug a hole with a chain link fence and then pray that it'll stop the water from flooding your boat. It's not going to happen. That's exactly <laughs> how effective these fabric masks or any, even the surgical masks are. The only one that shows any promise is the N95 mask, and that is somewhat effective. If they were 100% effective or very, very effective, then, you, then the, those, those, those um, scientists who work in those bio level four labs, right, wouldn't need to wear those spacesuits. You know, those, you know what I'm talking about, right? Those scientists who study COVID, they walk around like as, like as though they're walking around on, space, on, on the moon, as though they're moonwalking. You know, they have real big bubble suits, and when they come out, they have to take a shower, a hot shower, and then they have to, like, wash themselves down a couple of times. They have to be air-dried. And then COVID still escapes, right? Because apparently COVID supposedly had escaped a bio-level 4 lab in Wuhan. And there's more evidence of that happening than the WHO has claimed. The WHO has claimed that, oh, it didn't happen, but... You know, we know a little bit better, right? There's evidence, again, there is actual evidence that that, that may have actually happened, that the Wuhan lab's theory may actually be true. Now, here's the thing. Why can't we follow the evidence? 
Why can't they tell us to follow the evidence rather than the science? Because the science is very much debatable. They never want to use the word evidence because the minute you start researching the evidence, you'll say, whoa, 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 whoa. This doesn't look right. Now, here on my podcast, I always tell you, don't just believe me. Research what I say. Fact check me. So when I say, hey, quercetin and zinc, there's evidence evidence that it works. And if you Google quercetin, zinc on Google, you say, whoa, Steve, you're right. There's evidence. Where? Why? Why ain't I hearing about this from my doctor or my, you know, my pharmacist or the nurses out there or anyone out there? Why, why am I not hearing about this on the news? Well, it's because they suppressed it, because it's not part of their science. It's not part of their religion. And that's all what they want. Now, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, the science nowadays, the science that, Fauci and everyone that they're preaching, I'm not sure how they come to any conclusion. Now again, I'll, I'll be very, I'll be very, you know, blunt with you. I'm not a very smart person. I'm very, I'm not a very smart person. I can't take tests very well. I don't think I can take tests very well. You know, um, I wasn't a Valley Victorian at my high school. In fact, I, I think I graduated either second or third to the last. I'm not the richest guy out there, but I'm, I'm not the poorest guy out there either. I make mistakes. But here's the thing. You know, when, when I take a look at my life, the way I, I have succeeded is by investigating and eliminating, eliminating the things that all the variables and excuses and reasons and ingredients that made, that, that, uh, that held me back. And I eliminated each variables until it made a difference. All right? And this is how... You know, I learned to barbecue, I learned how to make money, I learned how to lose weight, and I learned how to be, become successful. And I bet you learned that way too, through the process of, of elimination, taking a look at the evidence, reasoning it, connecting the dots, you know, removing each variable one by one and saying, oh, that didn't work. Okay, remove that. That didn't work. Okay, that didn't work. But what do we have here? When we take a look at these science, when we take a look at all of the science that is put out by the NIH or Fauci or, or anyone, they're not talking about removing variables left and right until, until they find a solution. They're, all they're doing is putting out st statistics and saying, this is more likely to work than that. This is a 95% effective vaccine, and this is a 76% effective vaccine. What the hell does that mean? Where did the extra 5% come from? Why did it not work with these 5% of people who took it? So they're, they're saying out of, out of the 100% of people who took this vaccine, it didn't work for 5% of them because 5% of them actually got infected with COVID. Okay, fine. Now, can we learn on what, what variables made it so that this vaccine did not work for the 5%? Well, absolutely not. They won't release that data. Why would they release that data? You know, there's so much data out there. So all what we have are statistics. That's all we have. Like the numbers, the numbers. Oh, how many people got infected today? Okay, great. How many people, and how many people are hospitalized? Okay, that's great. Now, I want to know how you treated them. Oh, we won't release that information. What, what are their, what are their actual, you know, pre-existing conditions or core morbidities? What were their heart rates at? You know, were they asthmatic? Are they, were they not? You know, what type of diabetes did they have? One or two? How far were they along in their diabetes? Were they overweight? How much were they overweight? 
Were they overweight fat or were they, or were they, or were they a bodybuilder who was overweight? Did they have AIDS? Yes or no? We don't have any of that information. They have the information, by the way, but they won't release it. They have all the data, by the way, all the data. Every single, every single question that I have right there, they have all the data, but they'll only release statistics, useless st- statistics. Oh, they'll say, well, the blacks got more infected than the whites. Oh, the Hispanics got more infected than this. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't want to know their race. How about more than just their race? Why do we have to make it about race all of a sudden? You know, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make, this is all rhetoric. It's all rhetoric. And by the way, and I'll tell you, I'll be very honest with you. <laughs> and and, and this, little, this is a little comical, but statistics, they're like bikinis. They look great, but they hide all the good parts. They really do. They're just there to sensationalize. For example, real quick, real, 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 real quick example. Now, you know, you've, you've heard this before. 50% of all marriages end in divorce, right? But do you think your marriage actually has a 50% chance of failing? No, absolutely not. If you married a really good person, then your chance is probably 100%. If you married a stupid idiot who's a drug user, then you probably have a 100% chance of it failing. You know, so what do we do with this 50% of all marriages end in divorce? Well, we throw that out the window because it doesn't make any sense, but it's still there. And the news will always report on it, say, well, 50% of all marriages end in in divorce. So they're they're trying to make it as though marriage is a waste of time. And then the kids believe that, so they don't want to get married. Statistics are used to sensationalize storylines. And unfortunately, I'm seeing this used with COVID right now. Just release the data, release all the data. Why can't we see all the data? Why are we censoring all the, all the hospital workers, all the frontline doctors who say, Hey, you know, here's all the data. Do we remember, do we remember those doctors, those frontline doctors who went, I guess, against the status quo, who were not loyalists, who, who also followed their own evidence? But when they came out, they actually explained why they explain why they believe in what they believe in. You know, I have some friends, they're doctors, and they, uh, you know, they message me and say, you know, Steve, you should stop talking the way you are because you're not a doctor, right? And I say, okay, fine. Well, what can you explain to me how this works and that works? And they said, no, I can't, but it does work. I said, how do you know? Oh, it's because Fauci said it worked. <laughs> Is Fauci your God? That's what I asked him. Is Fauci your God? Explain to me how the masks actually work. If the COVID virus is smaller than the, than the fabric material, they said, well, and they couldn't under, explain it to me. They said, Steve, just, just wear the mask. I said, no, no, explain it to me. Explain it to me. No. They said, Steve, I don't want to get into it. Why don't they want to get into it? Why don't they want to get into it? Because they can't explain it. All they can explain is that Fauci said, that's their explanation. That's it. And by the way, Doctors, why don't you wear a fabric mask at work? Oh, because it more than likely it doesn't work. More than likely it doesn't work. Say that again. More statistics here. This is what I learned from the newspaper and Fauci. The new strain of COVID is 70% more deadly than the COVID strain we have now. 70%, holy cow, 70%. We're all going to die. 70%, holy... 
That means you only have a 30% chance of survival because it's 70% more deadly. That's what it sounds like, right? Oh, by the way, I looked in the study. So right now, if you're under the age of 50, do you know what your percentage of dying is? 0.125%. That's if you're under 50, all right? 0.125%. Now, under this new strain, do you know what it is? It is 70% more of 0.125%. It's 0.277%. 0.277% up from 0.1257%. I mean, up from 1.25%. Wow. Could you imagine if the headline said that, oh, the new COVID uh, variant is now 0.277% deadlier, I mean, and up from 0.125%. It wouldn't sell headlines. Fauci couldn't get your attention. But when he says, oh, it's 70% more deadly, it's all rhetoric. It's to make fear, it's, it's to instill fear in you, to make you wear a mask, to make you social distance, to make you stay home, to make you just drive around with a mask in your car by yourself. And that's how I get, that's how you get crazy people. Like the other day, a lady honking at me, telling me, signaling to me in my car when I was driving alone in my car to wear my mask. And she's out there wearing my mask, pointing to her mouth, honking her horn, telling me, hey, wear your mask, wear your mask, wear your mask. I'm driving alone in my freaking car. Are you kidding me? Now, here's my question. The bigger, okay, the bigger question other than this sensationalization is why? Why are they doing it? Now, Fauci had already admitted that he lied about herd immunity. He had already admitted that he had, had, he had lied about it. Okay, okay. But why is Fauci and scientists who say they follow the science, right? You know, why are they sensationalizing it? Why are they employing, you know, in, you know tools of rhetoric, tools of fiction, of, of fictional story, storytelling to to lie to the American public. And why aren't they releasing all the data? Now, I kind of coined the term and I said that, you know, the devil is not in the details. The devils are in the details they don't tell us about. And I bet after this whole COVID stuff is over and they re release all the data, or maybe through some Freedom of Information Act, we get all the data. We're going to find out that COVID was not as deadly as it was. And COVID was what the, the left used to actually control the economy to get Joe Biden elected. Would the left ever go to that, those, I guess, that route of evil? Oh, I think so. They're very much capable of that. Now, is it all fake? I don't think it's all fake, okay? But is it sensationalized? And is it manipulated? Yes. More than definitely, yes. Unless you can tell me why is it? Why did GameStop have to close down? Because apparently shopping for a video game at GameStop is more dangerous because that's what the science says, but you can shop for a video game over at Walmart. Tell me, how does science explain that? How does science explain that I can only have 10 people at a wedding, but if that bride and groom is dead, I can have 100 people at that wedding? Doesn't make any sense because that's what they said. If you have a, fun if you have a funeral... You can have 100 people, 100% people can attend. All your friends and family, 100% of them can attend if you're dead. But God forbid you get married, only 10 people. So you got to choose 10 people to, to, like, you know, to celebrate your next chapter in life, but your next chapter to heaven, you can have unlimited amount. <laughs> because apparently, you know, you're, you're better off, you know, you're, you're, safer that, you're safer to the 100 people because you're dead. 
<laughs> Where is the science? Where is the science? Anyway, I'm getting real heated up here, but by the way, I'm sorry, people. I'm just getting, uh, I'm starting to sweat. Can you hear me sweating? <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk about this Moderna and Pfizer um, vaccine now. I am, I'm kind of leaning now, leaning towards getting it. And here's the thing. I am now following the evidence. Now, what does the evidence tell me? Now, I'm not going by this 95% more likely or 90 or, or 5%, you know, I'm not going by the 95% efficiency rate. <laughs> um, a guy who I follow on, uh, on um, Instagram and also YouTube, uh, he's the owner of Distributive Bio, and they create uh, synthetic antibodies uh, to fight COVID-19. Uh, this, uh, this doctor, his name is Dr. Jacob Glanville, and uh, you may have seen him on the Netflix special called Pandemic, and he, is, he was actually creating a flu vaccine. Well, he's not out there telling uh, talking statistics. What he did is that they took a look at the Moderna and the Pfizer antibodies that were generated from the mRNA um, vaccine, right? And this is a special vaccine that's never been created before. But the antibodies that are actually uh, created by this vaccine are very clean. He says they're very clean antibodies. Because, and what he means by clean is that a lot of times when antibodies get created through vaccines, there is a problem that happens with them. Is that not only do they cling to the spike protein, on the virus, the COVID-19, but they also have another, another, uh, I guess, uh, um, spikes on them. So the actual antibody has spikes on them at the end. And what, and what happens is that other viruses end up, um, um, uh, I guess, clamping onto it. Then all of a sudden you get a lot more sick and you're better off, you know, actually not taking a vaccine because this vaccine will make you more sick. And there are some people who create these type of antibodies. But the antibodies that they saw over in Moderna and Pfizer, well, guess what? They're very clean. So they don't have those spikes at the bottom. So they don't have these spiky arms where other COVID-19 uh, viruses can hook onto it. So that's very good, he said. Secondly, he said that the, these antibodies are very sticky. So they actually stick to the, the spike proteins on top of the, the, the COVID-19 virus. And therefore, it can't infect your ACE receptors. So that's good. And that's why he said it works. Uh, when you take one uh, dose of it, uh, it your, your body is already, already creating enough, enough antibodies to fight off most, I guess, um, uh, bacterial loads, I, I mean, viral loads of COVID-19. Not bacteria. It's not a bacteria. Viral loads. With the second, with the second dose, your body just it, it just boosts up your immune system to, cr to create more antibodies. And he said the efficiency rate should be 100%, but nothing, no vaccine will ever be at 100% because you do have uh, a small amount of people who will not create clean vaccines. Not a clean vaccine, clean antibodies, all right? Um, this, technology, this technology, though, he did admit that it's still new and the long-term effects, he's really not sure of it and you won't know until it's a year or two out. So that's it. So we, we really don't know how long these, uh, uh, I guess, the vaccine will actually work. You don't really know that. But it does show that the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, 
they're, they're actually more effective at fighting COVID than the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine. Isn't that incredible? So, again, you, you know, that's following the evidence, which is scientific according to Dr. Jacob Glanville, right? And again, but it's, it has nothing to do about tribalism and loyalty to the Democratic Party. <laughs> anyway, buddy. That's my show for today. Got a little heated here. And, uh, you know, um, I, uh, I will get back to you on my choice whether or not I'm going to take the vaccine or not. I'm, again, way down on the totem pole, you know, uh, on the pecking order. Uh, those of you who are much older than me, uh, I'm not sure if you should take it or not. I really don't know. Uh, my parents said they will take it. Um, my friend, you know, Keith, uh, Pit Pitmaster Keith, He's taken it. No, uh, he, he just had the sore arm. That's about it. Uh, but what can I say? That's it. <laughs> no other news to share about you about the vaccine. I ran out of stuff to talk about when it comes to, you know, following the science. Well, I can keep going on and on and on, but that would just make me more pissed off. All right, everyone, I am out of here. You folks have a very good weekend. I won't be podcasting this weekend. Um, about anything barbecue to movies, but on Saturday, I may do a screenwriting uh, Saturday thing where I may review some of the Netflix shows out there. Got to keep it light because I can't always keep myself this hot. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies.